0: Welcome to Eagles 360 on this Tuesday at the Care Complex, our Xfinity studio. I'm Eagles insider Dave Spadaro, along with Glenn Macknow. We've got a lot to get to today, a little trip around the NFC East, some of Glenn's takeaways from the loss to Washington on Saturday night. Uh, but first, Glenn, it is the first time we've talked since the Eagles lost the game, and it is just a slap of reality when you realize that the end is here. I hate when the season ends before the season ends and you've got this
1: meaningless game going down the stretch. I really thought going into the year that this was a team that was going to win the division and maybe do something in the playoffs. And, Dave, they never got it on track. It never happened, and it ends with some really, really just a stretch of bad home games.
0: In terms of expectations versus the season as it played out, where does this rank in the list of Eagles disappointments that you've been around?
1: Yeah, well, I think it's, it's almost the same as what we had with Dream Team a few years ago. And, it, and the parallels in this thing are amazing. You bring in all these high-priced free agents and you change so much of the personnel and you think by name and reputation this is all going to work and it never gets together. This yeah. is it's equally disappointing to that one and it's one of the two or three most disappointing I've ever seen. We will continue to talk about
0: this football team. Uh, but let's be honest here. The Eagles are preparing to play the New York Giants on Sunday, and for the coaches and the players, it means a lot. So we get you caught up on everything happening at the Novacare Complex today. The coordinators with their press conferences and some interviews in the locker room to get the mood of the team. It's our Eagles 360 update.
2: Hi everyone, I'm Alex Smith, and this is your 360 update. The Eagles were back at work here at the NovaCare Complex as they begin their training sessions for this Sunday's game on the road against the New York Giants. Today we heard from defensive coordinator Bill Davis and some of the players inside the locker room on how despite being out of the playoffs, the Eagles still have a lot to play for on Sunday afternoon. This is a this is a mature uh, group with good leadership and uh, you know it, it, in the NFL it's one week at a time all you have and you play for your teammates and you play for each other and you go out there and you compete because that's what you do and that's how you're wired. And I know they will. You know, I know that everybody in this room, you know, uh, everybody got an expectation in us, man. Just the season and, uh, and you know this been the last game, with um, you know it's, it's 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 important because it's the last game. when they to finish with a bang. And, and I have confidence in the rest of the guys in this locker room. I think obviously, uh, you know, some of us didn't play as good as we need to play. Uh, we need to examine, you know, ourselves and look at ourselves and do whatever we can in the offseason to. Make sure we're better next year.
1: Basically, you' are gonna see me with all the effort like you've been doing every week. Nothing's gonna change, uh, other than you know my mindset going to the game. I just think that um, you know it's, it sucks, man, because we had a lot of high hopes, and now we gotta wait another whole couple of months just to prove to it, prove to the Eagles fans and you know everybody that we're not uh, gonna just flop like we did this year.
2: We also caught up with tight end Zach Ertz in the locker room as he spoke about how this is the most interesting year of his football playing career and how he sees himself and this team moving forward.
0: So I hope so. I hope Chip's here for a long time. I hope I'm here for a long time. I never want to leave this city. I was drafted here with the hopes of bringing a championship to Philadelphia. Obviously, I haven't hold up that end of my bargain and I'm not going to be satisfied until I do. Um, I think I could be a very good tight end in this league for a long time and I want to be here for a long time.
2: That will wrap things up here from the NovaCare Complex. Be sure to stay tuned to PhiladelphiaEagles.com throughout the week for all the latest news and injury reports as the Eagles get set for their regular season finale on Sunday against the Giants.
0: Thanks so much, Alex. Uh, we've got a lot to get to today. We're going to f- catch up with you and find out if you did well in your fantasy football playoffs and take a look back at some of the best moves of the fantasy football season from an Eagles perspective. We're also going to peek into the future in the NFC East. But when we return to Eagles 360, Glenn MacKnow's five takeaways from the Eagles-Washington game, extrapolating them into the future. We'll be back in just a moment.
3: Catch holiday cookie cheer on the tip of your tongue with Dunkin' Donuts holiday cookie-flavored coffees. From 2 to 6 p.m., enjoy any medium latte or macchiato for $1.99. America runs on Dunkin'.
0: The tournament is there. You're here. And before you take the team's star midfielder from here to there, along with his entourage, you have some things to do, like finding a place to stay, getting an oil change, mapping out the best route. Yes. Are we there yet? No. Roadside assistance? Not today, but
2: always on call. So wherever your journey takes you, AAA helps you get there. So everyone's a winner. Start your journey at AAA.com.
0: Any more chips? Fellas? I'm sorry. <laughs> we were daydreaming. About that VIP tailgate and game tickets? Uh, yeah. 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 That pregame sideline experience. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. We have an Eagles season tickets.
2: How do you know?
0: We both have the new instant game from the Pennsylvania Lottery. Yeah, the Eagles instant game with top prizes of 50 grand. And second chance prizes including season
1: tickets. The Pennsylvania Lottery. Bring your dreams to life.
2: I've always kept very close tabs on every NFL team. What are you doing in there? That's why I got NFL Red Zone on Xfinity. Now I can see every touchdown from every game Sunday afternoons.
3: We can still see you.
0: Get NFL Red Zone from NFL Network. Click to learn more. The score was 38-24. to The Eagles' playoff dreams died on Saturday night at Lincoln Financial Field. We welcome you back to Eagles 360. Dave Spadaro, Glenn Macnow. Time for you to give us your takeaways from that defeat. Not pretty. All right,
1: number one, and this really, Dave, was all season long. The scheme never really seemed to fit the personnel that the Eagles had gotten during the offseason. You know, you go to, you have a quarterback who, he did pretty well, but he was not mobile, and you're trying to play it in a read option offense. More so than that, and really the biggest thing I think you can take out of it is, You brought in a runner, DeMarco Murray, whose strength was running between the tackles. From the very beginning, you were kind of told the running backs are interchangeable, Deuce is going to move them around. And all year, they never found DeMarco Murray's strength. You can put some of that on him, but I think you have to put a lot of that on scheme.
0: Yeah, there's nobody that can disagree with that. Not enough production in a lot of areas, including from the new players acquired.
1: All right, number two. Dave, they regressed in everything. They regressed at the simple things, at handoffs, at lining up, at making the right coverages on defense, blocking assignments, illegal formations, holding on to the ball, tackling. And what it really tells me is that they're going to have to relook at the fundamentals this offseason and how they prepare for this season. I can't speak for anybody but myself, but I thought coming out of that Green Bay preseason game, boy, this team was as ready as you could get. I think we've learned they're just going to have to take a whole nother look at how they get ready.
0: Glenn, I couldn't agree with you more. You can't continue to make fundamental mistakes, lack of focus, discipline. That really comes down to the coaching staff and the way you prepare. If the habits reflect the mission, then the habits, in this case, certainly need to be improved.
1: Yeah. All right, here you go. Number three, tempo isn't enough. And I think one of the things we learned is that going at the NFL's fastest pace is it's supposed to build momentum. It's supposed to catch opponents confused. uh, It's supposed to wear them down. But in this, the third year of doing this, I think defense has kind of caught on. And the quicker the Eagles tried to move, sometimes I think the more mistakes they made. It works to me as something you do some of the time. But I think they're going to have to find more going into next year. Yeah,
0: you know, I mean, honestly, the defenses caught on to this prior to 2015. Last year, the Eagles were really aided greatly by special teams, touchdowns, defensive takeaways, and in some respects, touchdowns as well. And after the first year of success, Chip Kelly didn't really change a whole lot in year two. Personnel changed. Last year, remember, the problem was turning the football over with Nick Foles and Mark Sanchez. Well, I think Sam Bradford's gotten better at that. But clearly the Eagles, from an offensive standpoint, need to change some things. And then how long you keep your defense on the field, no matter it's the snap count, it just seemed to wear this defense down. Absolutely. And maybe we're wrong, but that seems to be what happened during the year.
1: I think as part of your offense, it's fine. As all of your offense we saw, it can be stopped. All right, number four... I don't know if I'm the only guy who says this, but I do think Sam Bradford really improved during the season. I thought the last four or five games, for what I want to judge, not garbage time but what I want to judge, I thought he got a lot better, and I'd kind of like to see him back. I think he earns the opportunity to come back.
0: We shall see. It is a good starting point when Sam says that he wants to be back and Chip Kelly says we want him back, and now you move into the offseason and find out just how much each side wants each other back. Yeah. So we'll see. Obviously, that is a huge question going into the offseason. Those are your five takeaways, Glenn? Four of takeaways. Oh, I always, here comes do, number that. I always do that. five. Here comes number five. Just Not feels same,
1: like it's yeah. going for eternity, <laughs> Dave. Trust me, there's one more, and here you go. There was no unit on this team, including how poorly the wide receivers played, there was no unit that hurt this team as much as the inside linebackers did. Kiko Alonso made that one-handed interception in the first game. After that, you really didn't get production from him. Michael Kendricks is a guy who signed a nice contract before the year. I expected him to have a big step up year. That never developed. D'Amico Ryans, maybe he's a victim of age. You got those nice games during the middle of the season from your third-round draft pick, your rookie um, picks. Then he got hurt, and that whole unit, the inside linebackers, really damaged this team.
0: Yeah, there's no question about it. And Kiko, while healthy enough to play, needs another offseason of getting stronger, more confident on the knee. And then, from a mental standpoint, needs to grasp what the Eagles are doing, get to the football. I think Bill Davis said it really well last week. He wants to get to the point with Kiko Alonso where it's get ready, snap, and go get to the football, and not have to think so much. I think you can just see the wheels kind of churning with Kiko and that hesitancy led to a lot of chasing down the football, and it just didn't work. And the Eagles didn't get what they wanted from Kiko Alonso. Okay, so those are five takeaways from Glenn Mack. good stuff. Thank you so much for that. When we return to Eagles 360, we're going to take a look around the NFC East. Moving forward, brought to you by Bob's Discount Furniture.
2: Metro tickets, Metro tickets. You
3: need a Metro ticket, talk to me, please.
2: How do I
3: even know these are real tickets? Yeah, you know, just you to touch it.
1: How do I know
3: they're legit? Is the, this leather legit? I mean, how do we really know? It looks good, right? Is the Metro paying you to do that? No, I'm paying myself, I gotta oh, make profit. Makes more sense. Does the baby need a Metro ticket? I'll give her one on me. These tickets, they're not stealing your soul. You can look at them. Man, nobody wants to buy tickets from a guy on the street. I don't understand. i to Philly.
2: I-sept to Philly.
3: The bus.
2: The trolley. The train.
3: Jefferson Station. Airport line. 69th Street. Broad Street. To the game.
2: Paoli. Sharon Hill. Chestnut Hill. Regional Rail. i septa to Philly. The Broad Street line on game days. A la bodega. To the movies.
3: To my parkway. Spring Garden. Late Night. West Philly. South Philly.
1: North Philly!
0: Bob's Discount Furniture, the official furniture store of the Philadelphia Eagles. Welcome back to Eagles 360, Eagles insider Dave Spadaro along with Glenn Macnow. It has been decided, the NFC East champions in 2015, the Washington Redskins. It's the fourth consecutive year a new victor has been crowned in the division. In the last eight seasons, the Eagles, Washington, New York, and Dallas, all two NFC East division titles. So let's talk about the future. How far do you see the Redskins going in the playoffs? Uh, One quarter. (laughs) Unfortunately, they have to play four, Glenn. (laughs) At the end of the
1: first, they'll be down two touchdowns. Dave, that's the biggest shocker of all. We we sat down at the start of the year, and you can make an argument for Dallas, and I thought maybe New York. Every time you think Tom Coughlin's done, they do it. I never saw Washington as a factor, and all credit to them, they got there. They got huge improvement out of their quarterback, they got some stability, which they haven't had. I don't think they're you know, a dangerous team moving down the road, but hey, they won the division. Congratulations.
0: And they did a good job making all those parts work offensively. Deshaun Jackson and Pierre Garçon, Jordan Reed, and they get a contribution from Jamison Crowder, fourth-round draft pick, Ryan Grant. Running game, not great, but they did a nice job. Yep. The Dallas Cowboys bringing up the rear of the division. Um, they are going to look at a top-five pick in this draft. They go quarterback. Do they go defense? They don't have a pass rush either. I don't think they go quarterback just because I don't think the quarterback is out there.
1: Uh, Defense makes a lot of sense. I think the biggest move in Dallas is going to be to see whether Garrett comes back as coach. I would not be surprised to see Peyton leave New Orleans and end up in Dallas, and that's not going to be good news for the Eagles if that happens. That's going to be tough for the rest
0: of the division if he goes there. All right, the New York Giants, the Eagles' opponent on Sunday. Could be Tom Coughlin's final game. We have seen the Giants with an explosive offense all season really fell apart for them Sunday night against the Vikings, but they've got Odell Beckham coming back for this game, and in the big picture, a lot of weapons, but a lot of uncertainty.
1: A lot of uncertainty, and I think the Giants are the team that's going to be rebuilding more than anybody this offseason. All indications are Coughlin's going to go, he's going to retire or maybe be pushed out. They're becoming an older team, they have no pass rush, their offensive line is a mess. They're going to have to make a lot of moves. I think the Giants are going to be the team that's going to say, okay, you know what, we'll start from the bottom and rebuild.
0: All right, that is our look around the NFC East presented by Bob's Discount Furniture. When we return to Eagles 360, well, how did you do in your fantasy league? We'll take a look back at the 2015 fantasy football season.
3: Experience the power of physical therapy. At NovaCare Rehabilitation, we know the importance of an active lifestyle. If you're currently injured, let us bring that active lifestyle back to you. NovaCare is the exclusive provider of physical therapy to the Philadelphia Eagles. And with more than 100 convenient locations throughout Philadelphia and South Jersey, go to NovaCare.com today and request an appointment online or call 800 770 6682. The Eagles choose NovaCare, so can you NovaCare. The power of physical therapy.
2: Hi, my name is Jim Taylor. I've been with Acme for 34 years. Our Lancaster brand beef is the best around. We cut our meat fresh every day. And we actually have customers come from other stores just for our meat.
3: Freshness is our number one priority. No one beats our fresh fish. We have the freshest apple,
2: the crispiest lettuce. Fresh produce is what we do.
0: We do the best cake decorating in the area, hands down.
2: 123 years strong. Come on in, you'll see the
1: changes, you'll feel it, you'll love it. What if this year we went around the table and instead of saying what we're thankful for, we said who we're thankful for? Lincoln Financial helps provide financial security for those who are always there for you. Because this is what you do for people you love. Take charge of your now at LincolnFinancial.com.
0: Lincoln Financial. You're in charge. Be the playmaker in Madden 16, available now. Welcome back to Eagles 360,
2: time now to take a look back at the 2015 fantasy football season. Hi everyone, I'm Alex Smith and welcome to the 2015 finale of Fantasy Spin presented by Bud Light. I am joined as I am every week by Joe Dolan, the managing editor of FantasyGuru.com. Joe, first of all, thank you for your help all season long. I'm sure that you led A lot of fantasy owners out there into the promised land with the Fantasy Football Championship. Today we're going to kind of look back at the season as a whole and hand out some awards. And we'll start out with your MVP for the 2015 season.
3: You know, some years, Alex, this is a really obvious question. Uh, Last year in particular, Odell Beckham was basically, it seemed like one out of every two fantasy teams that I got uh, told won a championship had Odell Beckham on it just because of his run of dominance down the end of the season. But it was a little bit different this year. This was the craziest injury year that I remember, especially at the running back and quarterback positions. But based on the level of production that these two guys put up, I'm putting the MVP together. I'm making it Le'Veon Bell and D'Angelo Williams of the Pittsburgh Steelers. If you had that combination, you drafted Le'Veon Bell in the first round and then picked up D'Angelo Williams in the 11th round simply to cover for Le'Veon Bell's suspension, you ended up basically with the number one fantasy running back. If you want me to knock it down to one player, I'd say it's D'Angelo Williams. Amazing considering where his career was, but the fact is, Le'Veon Bell and D'Angelo Williams together Put up the production you would expect from a number one overall pick and D'Angelo williams in week 16 carried a lot of fantasy teams to championships
2: so a split mvp vote for bell and williams joe how about the opposite side of that coin the biggest bust in fantasy football in 2015.
3: I went on the record and said I would have taken this guy as the number one running back off the board. It didn't work out that way. It's Eddie Lacy of the Green Bay Packers. Just a terrible season for Lacy. I don't know if he was out of shape. Uh, some reported off field issues. He couldn't really break free of James Starks. Couldn't uh, get the full time workload over him. The last couple weeks, um, John Kuhn had played more snaps than Eddie Lacy. He had some solid games down the stretch could have contributed to your playoff teams, but more likely than not t- drafting Eddie Lacy in the first round tanked your season. And remember, he did this without a serious injury and serious injuries populated the top of that draft board, but Lacy was relatively healthy throughout the year, aside from some dings and dents and really was not very productive from most of the season.
2: Joe, as you know, it is never too early to start thinking ahead to 2016. So with that in mind. Who's one player, maybe an under the radar guy, that you would definitely keep for 2016?
3: I've actually gotten questions about this guy. I don't think it's so much under the radar. I thought it should be obvious, but David Johnson's going to be in the conversation to be a first round pick next year. Uh, His dominance down the stretch for the Arizona Cardinals has made them, in my opinion, the best team in football, the most dangerous team in football. And it took a Chris Johnson injury for Bruce Arians to figure out hey, maybe you actually be going with this guy. He's big. He can catch the ball. He can play multiple roles. He's a better player than I thought he was coming out of Northern Iowa, and I kind of liked him. I think David Johnson is going to be drafted in the first two rounds next year. I don't think Chris Johnson's a threat to him. I don't think Andre Ellington's a threat to him. And on this offense, David Johnson is somebody. If you picked him up in a keeper league, congratulations. You've got an awesome asset for next season.
2: And Joe, how about a bigger name to not keep heading into next year?
3: Uh, Calvin Johnson he's in on the wrong side of 30 his production hasn't been great down the stretch I know he scored in week 16 might have contributed to a championship for you but even with the Lions offense really coming on down the stretch after the offensive coordinator switch Calvin Johnson's level of production was poor he's banged up all the time I am not at all interested in paying a high price for Calvin
2: Johnson in 2016 and Joe my final question for you here this season Looking into the Joe Dolan crystal ball for 2016, who's a player to keep an eye on?
3: TJ Yeldon of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Now, he was their full-time running back this year when healthy, but the production just wasn't there. I think he only scored three touchdowns all season. I think this was an offense with Blake Bortles that they were playing from behind quite often and they ended up throwing the ball more maybe than they would like if you had Allen Robinson or Allen Hearns or Julius Thomas you certainly benefited from that or even from Blake Bortles but I think if the Jaguars can just get a little bit of improvement along the offensive line and a little bit of improvement defensively and I know we've been asking for those things for seemingly the entire Gus Bradley tenure now the Jags should be able to run the ball a little bit more I was impressed from what I with what I saw from TJ Yeldon even if his fantasy production wasn't there I can see him having a breakout campaign in 2016.
2: Joe as has been the case all season long great stuff as always we thank you for all your help here on fantasy spin presented by Bud Light all fans out there should follow Joe on Twitter at FG underscore Dolan and listen to him on Sirius XM fantasy sports radio thanks for joining us this season on fantasy spin presented by Bud Light. Thanks so much, guys. When we return to Eagles 360,
0: we set up shop on what's ahead this week on PhiladelphiaEagles.com and maybe a New Year's resolution or two from Glenn Macnow.
2: I've always kept very close tabs on every NFL team. What are you doing in there? That's why I got NFL Red Zone on Xfinity. Now I can see every touchdown from every game Sunday afternoons.
3: We can still see you.
2: Get NFL Red
0: Zone from NFL Network. Click to learn more.
3: When you get away from smartphones and video games and tablets, it's amazing what you can really plug into. This season, shop the brands you love, plus thousands of items on sale now. Sports Authority, all things sporting good.
2: Carbs to compete. Electrolytes to replenish. wedding
3: catch holiday cookie cheer on the tip of your tongue with dunkin donuts holiday cookie flavored coffees from 2 to 6 p.m enjoy any medium latte or macchiato for 199 america runs on Dunkin'.
0: Try a one-week fantasy football league on FanDuel today. Home to more winners than any other site. Go to FanDuel.com for your free account now. We're back. It's Eagles 360. Dave Spidero, Eagles Insider, along with Glenn Macnow. New Year's, of course, comes on Friday. Glenn, what kind of resolutions would you like to see the Eagles make for 2016? I'd
1: like to see the Eagles make a resolution that this is not the year that we're going to go out and sign a lot of big-time free agents. This is year we're going to focus on the draft and youth and kind of Starting from the bottom, working up.
0: Okay, that sounds good. Keep it simple. Get back to playing football here and win some games in 2016. What's ahead on Amoroso's On the Menu segment here on PhiladelphiaEagles.com? Well, tomorrow, head coach Chip Kelly in studio talking about the 2015 team and a peek at the New York Giants. Chris McPherson with his Cover 2 segment. And we are going to take a look behind enemy lines. We have to at the New York Football Giants. That'll do it for today. I'm Dave Spadaro. This is Glenn Macnow. Thanks so much for joining us, everyone. Have yourselves a great Eagles Day.